Evening prayer starts on page 22. If ye, the, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 115 is on page 485. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give the praise, for thy loving mercy and for thy truth's sake. Wherefore shall the heathen say, Where is now their God? As for our God, he is in heaven. He hath done whatsoever pleased him. Their idols are silver and gold, even the work of men's hands. They have mouths and speak not. Eyes have they and see not. They have ears and hear not. Noses have they and smell not. They have hands and handle not. Feet have they and walk not. Neither speak they through their throat. They that make them are like unto them and so are all such as put their trust in them. But thou, house of Israel, trust in the, thou, trust thou in the Lord. He is their helper and defender. Ye house of Aaron, put your trust in the Lord. He is their helper and defender. Ye that fear the Lord, put your trust in the Lord. He is their helper and defender. The Lord hath been mindful of us, and he shall bless us. Even he shall bless the house of Israel. He shall bless the house of Aaron. Shall bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Ye are the blessed of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. All the whole heavens are the Lord's. The earth hath he given to the children of men. The dead praise not thee, O Lord, neither all, all they that go down into silence. But we will praise the Lord from this time forth forevermore. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 18th verse of the 30th chapter of Isaiah. Therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you, and therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion and Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. And though the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teachers will not be moved into a corner any more. But your eyes shall see your teachers. Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. Here endeth the first lesson. Cantare Domino on page 27. O sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. With his own right hand and with his holy arm hath he gotten himself the victory. The Lord declared his salvation, his righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and truth toward the house of Israel, and all the ends of the world have seen the salvation of our God. Show yourselves joyful unto the Lord, all ye lands. Sing, rejoice, and give thanks. Praise the Lord upon the harp. Sing to the harp with a psalm of thanksgiving. With trumpets also and shawms. O show yourself joyful before the Lord the King. Let the sea make a noise, and all that therein is, the round world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands, and let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall he judge the world, and the peoples with equity. Glory be, excuse me, for the Lord hath made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the twentieth chapter of the Gospel of St. John. But Mary stood outside by the tomb, weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things to her. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Deus Misericor. 
God be merciful unto us and bless us and show us the light of his countenance and be merciful unto us that thy way may be known upon earth, thy saving help among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. O let the nations rejoice and be glad, for thou shalt judge the folk righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, yea, let all the peoples praise thee. Then shall the earth bring forth her increase, and God, even our own God, shall give us his blessing. God shall bless us, and all the ends of the world shall fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who celebrate with reverence the Paschal Feast may be found worthy to attain to everlasting joys through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, has overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life, we humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. <coughs> It was kind of interesting in our psalm tonight. Um, we were they were talking about, or the psalmist is, is has written about the idols that the uh, pagans and and actually the uh, the unfaithful Israelis have sought after these idols, and they're made of silver and gold. And it says in verse five, they have mouths and speak not, and eyes and they see not. They have ears and hear not, noses have they and smell not. They have hands and handle not, feet they have and they walk not. 
neither speak they through they, their throat. And then in verse 8, it's kind of a really interesting verse because it says, They that make them are like unto them, and so are all such as put their trust in them. So in other words, the, the deaf, dumb, uh, stupid, immobile, and that's, that's what uh, the psalmist is calling people that um, follow these, these uh, idols. So I just thought it was an interesting thing that he was describing the idols and then actually described uh, the people that follow them that way. So um, we've talked about a lot about being called out in remembrance, and we're talking about now a lot of a lot of what we're talking about is how we we live in faith and we actually live this victory that we've we've been gotten, and the fact that we don't wait that well. And uh, interesting, I heard this story once. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I'm going to tell you there was an Old Testament time guy. He was back in that those days, and he was praying and said to the Lord, "I know." that with you a thousand years is but a minute, and a million gold coins is like a penny. Therefore I ask, may I have a penny? He was surprised when the voice of God answered and said, yes, in a minute. So we don't wait well, and it's, it's our call to wait and live with God. And as we read in Isaiah, that sometimes there'll be affliction upon us, the, the waters of affliction will come. But as Christians, as Peter and Paul have written to us, and uh, counseled us that, that these things that are, tr are trials, they harden us and make us more mature. And so, yeah, we'll have a few scars, but we'll be more mature as Christians. And those that wait on God, uh, they don't, um, the world wants us to go into the worldly things and, and not wait. And anybody who's waited on God, when you consider the, um, the reward that comes at the end, uh, I don't think one of them would ever say, I wish I had taken the things of the world and said, because that would be a ridiculous thing when you see the treasures that are laid up for us in heaven. And actually the, the, um, the reward of even following God, even through the tribulation, um, I know that sometimes that, um, when we're faced with trials, we, when we turn to God and, and it just feels better than going, um, trying to solve things ourselves. And so there's actually a reward in the, in the moment that we're walking with God. So what happens in Isaiah? It says, um, the Lord, um, let me find it real quick. I just missed it. The, Therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And the reason that God sometimes wait is because we don't wait. And so he's waiting for us to wait. And so we have, to, uh, he wants to be gracious to us, but sometimes um, we just don't allow it to happen. We're trying busy getting in the way, trying to solve everything ourselves. So we come to this um, chapter 20 in John, and it's Jesus' appearance to Mary Magdalene. And so he's appeared to uh, Mary, and <clears throat> he then appears to his disciples, and then he'll appear to Thomas. But this is the appearance to Mary Magdalene. And um, it's interesting that she, she comes in and um, she's weeping because she's sad. And um, then the angel says, um, you know, what are you looking for? Why are you weeping? And then Jesus says to her, you know, it says, what are you, why are you weeping? And she, she, she thinks he's the gardener. And I don't know if you've thought about it. Why would you look at Jesus, who you just spent three years with, who healed you, of, um, you know, cast demons out of you and healed you, and not recognize him? <clears throat> and at first I thought, okay, maybe his body's different. Uh, maybe the spiritual body's unrecognizable. And I think Bishop touched on this a couple mornings ago. I think the idea of resurrection and the idea that the, the Messiah would resurrect was so foreign to them that um, they didn't recognize him because in a way he was out of context to them. Their context was of him as the living Messiah. And after his death, their concept of him was dead and they, and they really couldn't 
conceive of the fact that he was alive again. So this is all new to them. And for us who have grown up with it, it doesn't feel as new. But I was hoping maybe we get a touch of how Mary might have felt and just the newness of this exciting thing that happened. So um, Jesus says to her, Mary, and she recognized him. And it's kind of uh, re reminding of the on the road to Emmaus when uh, he revealed himself in the breaking of the bread to the two men. And um, he and then at, at one point it said that Jesus opened their minds to the scriptures. And he, if we remember, he said in John uh, before his death, he said a little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. So it's kind of a fulfillment of that, of that statement is when he appears to Mary. So a little another note, Jesus appears exclusively to his own, and it's in order to confirm their faith in him. And uh, they were pretty profound as I tried to uh, maybe make, I don't know if I did a good job of it or not, but I was trying to, to demonstrate that, you know, for Mary, this was a really profound thing. Here's this, this man we followed, and now he's alive again, which is outside of their you know, anybody's experience at that time. But the, the appearances were very, very profound. And in fact, so profound. And, and we think of Peter running away. And, and, you know, we think maybe we would run away in that spot that he was in at that moment. But, you know, somewhat cowardly um, is one of the thoughts we have. And all the disciples ran away, except maybe John hung around a little bit. But I think in the end, he probably uh, stepped aside and avoided any problems for himself. Um, but these appearances, they transform these men. Uh, they had, they also received, of course, the Holy Spirit, but the fact that they saw the living Lord, they'd seen him do miracles, and now they've seen him uh, overcome the, the last enemy, which is death. And uh, that's that's got to be earth-shaking. And I think if we think about that, it becomes earth-shaking for us too. But again, we're used to it all the time, so sometimes maybe we forget the enormity of it all. So recognizing Jesus' res resurrection requires knowing him, and he calls us through his spirit, and his sheep hear his voice, and sheep follow the voice of their shepherd. And our shepherd is calling to us to follow him and to wait and be faithful. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you tonight. Happy Tuesday and Easter. Or East, yeah, Tuesday and Easter.
<laughs> Thank you, Deacon Bob. Okay. Happy Thank Tuesday. You. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.